Working as a trauma surgeon, I'm used to spending countless hours at the hospital. 60 to hour work weeks were our norm. Call men spending 30 plus hours at the hospital at a time taking care of people after being shot, stabbed, involved in car accidents, or falling down. These people are sick and probably having one of the worst days in their lives. So, you know, at first I thought my fatigue and cynicism and resentfulness came from the horrors I got to witness every day. I wasn't really helping anyone. If, if I really did, I, I would be able to prevent these atrocities from happening in the first place. And I thought that was the cause of my symptoms. So I transitioned my clinical practice to doing full-time outpatient wound care. Now, there are a lot of chronic wounds in this world, and I thought I could do a lot of good with my surgical knowledge to truly help these people because, you know, I, I was never trained uh, on the intricacies of wound care in my general surgery training. So I knew there was a large knowledge gap in our medical world that I might be able to help bridge. But my fatigue and cynicism and resentfulness didn't go away. And I just had to wonder, why? Because this is not how I wanted to live. I don't want to surround myself with negativity. I, I have depression, and I know I need to surround myself with positivity in order to decrease my probability of flare-ups. So I dug deep into myself, and I came to realize that I was burned out. I was burned out by trying to help people who either couldn't be helped or didn't want to change their lifestyles to help themselves. I was throwing my everything at problems that either didn't want my help or I couldn't help because our system is not set up to truly help these people. Now, the symptoms of burnout are different for everyone. The triggers are different for everyone. And burnout is not a diagnosable condition at this point, uh, but the symptoms are very much alike to depression, which I have. So very broadly speaking, burnout is generally caused by a work environment that is not aligned with your mission. A work environment that doesn't align with your purpose. Think about it. If your work environment lets you do the work you need or want to do the way you feel like is best, would you feel burned out? So a few years ago, I was um, starting a journey to introspect myself and go through therapy and self-discovery. And I came to realize that a lot of my daily negativity really originates from my job. Sure, I love helping people. That's why I'm doing this, right? I'm trying to help you. But within the context of medicine, I came to realize that I'm putting on a false front. I'm not really helping people. I'm just finding ways to build their insurance. And that just doesn't sit right with me. But, you know, that's, that's a whole nother story. So throughout uh, my journey, I realized there are a lot of things that help me get through my days. These tools and techniques uh, aren't perfect, but they do help in the short term to get you feeling better and connecting with yourself again. And that's really what the five P's are meant to do. Reconnect you with yourself so you can enjoy your life again and be present. And that could be the sixth P. So to understand what uh, these five P's are and where they come from, uh, let me first set the stage. The term burnout in the context of work environments originated in the 1970s and was initially used to describe a state of uh, physical and emotional exhaustion experienced by professionals in helping professions such as doctors and nurses. The concept 
uh, itself was first uh, introduced by the American psychologist Herbert Freudenberger in uh, 1974, who studied the symptoms and causes of burnout amongst people working in demanding jobs. Now, Freudenberger defined burnout as a state of chronic physical and emotional exhaustion, often accompanied by feelings of cynicism, detachment, and a sense of reduced personal accomplishment. He observed that individuals experiencing burnout often felt uh, overwhelmed by the demands of their work and experienced a sense of disillusionment or a loss of motivation and energy. And that was me. That was me. The term, uh, the term burnout then went on to gain widespread recognition and popularity as researchers and psychologists began studying the phenomenon in various occupational settings. Uh, it became increasingly recognized as a significant issue affecting individuals across different professions, including healthcare, education, uh, social work, and business. Uh, later on in the 1980s, Christina Maslach, a social psychologist, developed uh, the uh, widely used measurement tool called the Maslach uh, burnout Inventory, or MBI, uh, to assess burnout in individuals. And her research emphasized three key dimensions of burnout. Emotional exhaustion, depersonalization to you know, some sense of detachment and cynicism towards others, and reduced personal accomplishment. So over time, the, uh, the understanding of burnout expanded uh, beyond helping professions to include other occupational contexts. It became evident that burnout could affect individuals in any field, where chronic work-related stress, high job demands, and a lack of resources or support were prevalent. And today, burnout is widely recognized as a significant problem in the modern workplace. It is acknowledged by organizations, healthcare professionals, and policymakers as a legitimate concern that can have detrimental effects on individuals' well-being, job performance, and overall productivity. So efforts are being made to address burnout through interventions such as uh, workplace wellness, uh, stress management, uh, fostering positive work environments that prioritize the employee, uh, employee well-being, and, uh, and work-life balance. And that's where the five Ps come in. So what are the five Ps? They are positivity, purpose, priming, planning, and physical exercise and play. So I will dive more deeply into each one in future episodes. So let me just skim the surface here a little bit. So the first one is positivity. Uh, if you know anything about my social media content, uh, it is designed to get you to think more positively. And there's a reason behind this. So Barbara Fredrickson discovered that a three to one or greater ratio of positive to negative emotions puts you into a growth mindset. Now you can test your current state at any time uh, by going to positivityratio.com. And I uh, just want you to know, it's not meant to tell you that you're doing really awesome or that you're doing ex exceedingly poorly. It, it really just gives you an idea about where you are currently at in your positivity ratio. And you can trend that score over time. So the two things you can do right now to help drive a more positive mindset is to be grateful for what you have and savoring the moment. So I know this sounds simple. I know this sounds silly. I thought this was all hocus pocus when I first tried this too. But give it a few, uh, give it a try for a few days and see what happens. So first, find something in your life that you are truly grateful for. This could be, you know, the fact that you have uh, running hot water at your house or that your fridge is stocked with food. Don't really, don't overcomplicate this. 
Now, take a solid minute, like 60 full seconds, to think about how grateful you are to have that one thing in your life. And the next thing to do is to take one moment out of your day, another minute, another full 60 seconds, and pause to savor that moment. Take in all the sights, sounds, smells, tastes, etc. What are you feeling in that moment? Savor that moment. Enjoy it. Feel good about it. Now, you do these two things every day. They only take two minutes, but you do these two things every day, and you will see that your positivity ratio will improve over time. All right, the second P is purpose. We all have a reason to exist. We all have a purpose. Purpose is something that is unique to every one of us. Discovering purpose is not easy. It took me decades. My purpose is simply to elevate everyone to their highest potential. My purpose is simply to elevate everyone to their highest potential. It sounds simple, it sounds silly, but that single sentence, that purpose is my mission. It rings true in my heart, it vibrates at my frequency, it feels just right. And discovering your true purpose takes time. It takes introspection, it takes reflection. Coaching can help. Some people may also need therapy. But once you know your purpose, your life becomes much easier because now you can align everything in your life with your purpose. You know where it is that you need to go. All right, the third P is priming. Priming can take many forms. Uh, what, what you are trying to do is prime your mind into your future self, okay? Using your purpose as a guide, envision yourself a few years down the road, living a life, fulfilling your mission. What does that look like? Be specific. Be colorful, be detailed. So some may call this future visioning. I call it priming because, well, I needed a P. <laughs> but by creating your future inside your head, your future will pull you into that new reality instead of your current world pushing you in a direction you don't want to go in. Okay, uh, with that comes number four, planning. And, and so now that you have uh, a clear purpose and a vision, for where your life is headed, you need to have a plan to get there, right? The difference between dreams and goals is a, is a plan. So something you could follow is something that will guide you. Again, this needs purpose and priming first in order to work. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, how to design a plan in, in a future episode. Okay, the fifth P then is physical exercise and play. Now, you've heard it all before, and I will simply preach to the choir. We are meant to be active and physical. Us humans are meant to be active and physical. For your health to be in tip-top shape, you need physical exercise. Now, some of you may not be able to do all the fun exercises that you see all the gym bros doing, and that's fine. We're all different, and we all have different goals. But this country is running full steam ahead into an obesity crisis, if we're not already there. So your overall health, starts with being in good physical shape. Now, I'm no fitness expert, and I still have a few pounds to lose myself. Um, I used to run a lot, 
while I was still active duty with the Air Force. But then I injured my knee and my back and my shoulders, and it's taken me a few years to get back into a good fitness routine. Now, it doesn't matter uh, if you're lifting weight, cardio, yoga, or do Tai Chi. Start with something and then build from there. The other component of the fifth P then is play. Burnout comes from our work environments. If you think about it, we're not meant to be worker bees. That's not who we are, right? As humans, we're meant to be industrious, but that doesn't necessarily mean work. Your mental health matters too. So uh, as, as adults, we don't prioritize playtime like we used to do as kids, but our mental health needs that. We need playtime in order to not only distract ourselves from the day-to-day -day grind, but also to spark our creative mindset. So make time for play. Whether that's playing poker with your friends or building Lego with your kids, incorporate some form of play into your weekly routine and you will find that your positivity ratio will improve dramatically. All right, so and now that we have a broad overview of what the five P's are, uh, they're meant to guide you towards that sixth P, which is being present. Um, so keep in mind that we can only control the controllables. And the only controllable that is truly within our control is ourselves. And of course, fixing or curing the world of burnout will require employers to change the work environments that we will find ourselves in. It will require a change of culture at our places of work. That takes time, that takes work, that takes energy. And it will take all of us to stand up for these changes because unless we fight for them, they will never happen. So I want to invite you for that one final, one additional seventh P, participation. Participate with me in this movement to address burnout in our work environments. Let's be the change we want to see. It starts with us individually, with the five Ps, but it ends with us as a group in that participation, right? As a community. Let me know your thoughts, and I am looking forward to continuing on this journey with you to fight burnout and elevate everyone to their highest potential in life.